Bags down, spikes on. Welcome to the track. Hi, my name is Colin Waitzman. Going to be your host for this episode of Track World News presented by the Harrier. And now we have our interview series. It is back and in full strength uh, and with a very, very special guest. Uh, you saw him running uh, crazy times in high school, uh, Olympic trials qualifier, Jalen Slade, he is the national record holder in the indoor 200, the U18 uh, national record holder in the 200 as well, has a PR of a win legal 10.09 in the 100, and then a 10 or a 20.2 in the 200. Uh, Jalen, uh, thanks for, for joining us. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, want to, to first get it, get it started with where track and field started for you. Um, when, when was it that you found out that you had some speed and, you know, you wanted to kind of, you know, continue doing this, uh, this running thing, man? Uh, when I found out was like, I was already naturally born fast. So like, I didn't like really took track into like serious until my uh, middle school year where, you know, we could actually start, you know, doing um, sports stuff because, Sixth grade year, we could have run track and like that, or played sports. So my seventh grade year, I played a little football. You know, my coach, uh, Coach Locker, um, he found out that I was like real fast. So he's like, "Why don't you come down and come uh, try for some track and field?" So you know, um, you know, I was like a little fast, no technique, no nothing. You know, what I'm saying just a little, you know, just a speedy little guy coming down. And um, you know, after that, I just developed. You know, eighth, ninth grade year, I didn't even start taking it seriously until ninth grade year, where I actually like find that I can be, you know, really fast, really um, come, you know. A potential, you know, leader now, how I am now into the uh, water track and field. So that's how it all started. Awesome. Yeah, that, that was so that was something kind of similar for me. I uh, I didn't really run track until my seventh grade year. I actually got cut from the baseball team. Uh, still think it was like it, it was BS. Should have made that dang team. But uh, yeah, just like really quick. And then like the coach was like, hey, how about you not be upset with not playing baseball? Try this running thing out. And I was like, oh, OK, you got you all right with it. You're, you're, you're okay. So yeah, it seems like that's how a lot of track people are. You don't start with running track. A lot of people, yeah. you know, they're playing other sports and realize, oh, I'm pretty good. Let me, let me try this out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's actually, because I did play baseball before then, you know, it was easy to run around the bases and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, my favorite thing was stealing bases, man. It was just to steal the base. It's like, I don't care if I hit a home run, <laughs> let me just steal some bases. That, that was the best part. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so you're you're from you're from Atlanta, and then you're you made your way down to IMG uh, junior year. Um, how did how did uh, you end up getting down to IMG? For for those that don't know, uh, yeah. IMG is has a better athletic facilities than most collegiate uh, you know most colleges. I know than mine, much better than my school that I went to. It is like you know uh, it looks like a you know a beautiful resort uh, camp like you got the the best best of everything creme de la creme some of the best athletes across all sports are going to img uh how did you find your way from from atlanta down to img and, and get there um basically i say one meet i was basically at uh alabama Birmingham, you know the complex down there i was running indoor for my sophomore year and img apparently was there and at the time, um, you know, it was, it was, you know, during the COVID. So I was like with a little rough at the hair, a little beard showing, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, everybody thought I was like a little grown man, you know what I'm saying? Running against these little kids. By the time I was a sophomore, a little 15 year old, I was just running track at the time. And then um, I raced against them in a four by two, 
Um, and then I ended up passing one of the guys and then everybody was like, oh, surprised, like, you know, shocked that, you know, we was, we wasn't in the lead at the time, but then I came back and, you know, got my um, folks in the lead and stuff like that. And then Coastal White, I didn't know Coastal White, I didn't know he was a Jamaican Olympian, I didn't know nothing like that. And then it's the man come up to me and ask me, you know, you really good. We thought you was a, uh, you know, a pro athlete at the time. And I was like, no, nah, I'm only 15. He's like, you're only 15, yes. And then he just kept in touch with me throughout the days. But at the time, I wasn't too focused on IMG. And I really, I didn't know IMG for track. I just know for like football, you know, basketball and stuff like that. So at the time, I was just, you know, really focused on um, um, just staying at my school. But then he really kept in touch. He uh, really, really dedicated himself and wanted me. And then, uh, you know, COVID hit, you know, everything shut down. And then at the time, um, you know, he hit me up again. He was like, why don't you just come down, try it out, see how it is. So me and my family came down. We looked at a facility, like you said, it's, that facility is something crazy, you know what I'm saying? It's something that you've never seen before for, you know, high school. And, um, you know, my parents really loved it. You know, uh, I really loved it. So, you know, we just took the chance of coming down there. And, you know, surprisingly, you know, I made it feel like a child and stuff, so. There you go. Yeah, it's a... Uh... It's awesome facility. I think during the bubble, the um, where the there's well, I think the WNBA. That's where they had yeah, their w bubble. So and and there's like like Michigan will have like summer camps that like it, big time people. So it's it's no joke. If you don't know IMG, look it up. But it's a it's it's a crazy campus. What um, so what's it like with you know your there's a lot of other elite athletes there. It's not like like for me, I, I went to a public school. Uh, not a lot. Like there there's some good talent. Uh, that we had, we had, we had a lot of good talent for how big of a school we were, but we're, for a school like IMG, there's people that are going, you know, first overall draft picks in, you know, yes. in your grade and walk in the hallways. I mean, what's mm -hmm. it like being amongst people that are just as talented, if not more talented than you are on the track as they are in, you know, other sports? Well, it's about crazy because, you know, when you had a public school and I was at a public school, you know, not, you don't have a lot of people like that. You know, you have like a very few there. You have people who, you know, are talented, but have not much talented. So, you know, being at a, uh, being at a, uh, you know, environment like that, it's, it's, it's kind of cool, you know what I'm saying? Just knowing that everybody is basically, you know, where you are, everybody has the same dreams and goals as you do, you know, trying to become the best they can be and trying to, you know, come become the next level. But it's, um, it's really cool and interesting, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's really the same, though, if you think about it, because, um, you know, you don't really, like, it depends. Like, if you like really, really, you know, famous stuff like that, people may come out to you like, "Oh my God, you this and that." You know, let's get a good picture. But really, we all like the same. So it's like, it's you know, just like you know, like a big environment when you with everybody. You know, everybody's cool with each other. You know, and it's just like it's just a big environment. Um, basically, you know, football, know a little bit of basketball, basketball, know a little bit of soccer, tennis, golf. So it's like a variety of different things there. But it's really, really cool and interesting. There. Awesome, awesome. And then um. So I want, want to bring you back to early on during uh, the indoor season uh, back at, at Arkansas, I believe it was, ended up breaking mm -hmm. Noah Lyles uh, national record with a time of 20.62 in the indoor 200. Yeah. Uh, what could you break down that race? I remember watching it and then they like showed like some people, you know, students from IMG mm -hmm. that were watching it going crazy. I mean, what was yeah. that moment like to, I mean, breaking a legend like Noah Lyles, whenever you're in the same breath as Noah Lyles you know you're in a good you know you're in a good place mm -hmm. uh, it was kind of crazy you know um at the time I don't know who was doing but Dwight texted me saying that uh American Tragedy invited you to come there you know run for uh you know the high school and I was like oh that's really cool you know that's interesting I heard that the Arkansas track is a really fast track so you know 
Um, it was like at the time, I was like, you probably could, you know, beat the um, no lottery because I think like weeks before I ran the twenty point nine seven, which I finally break uh, break the twenty one mark, which I was really excited to break. So you know, um, we prepared, we was ready for it, and then we end up, um, you know, heading there, and then you know the meet started. Uh, you know, ready, getting excited. I saw Alex and Felix was really, you know, it was cool to see uh, at the time. So, you know, I, I was kind of distracted because, you know, I was kind of looking at her a little bit, but then, you know, I was kind of focused on myself. You know, it's Alex and Felix. So, you, know, you, you know, you gotta see the, you know, yeah. different people there. But, um, you know, but I was mentally prepared, ready. Um, then when I hit the track, you know, it was just game on. Uh, if you see the race, I kind of stumbled a little bit. And, you know, all indoor season is just me just working on my block breaks, you know, me stumbling and stuff like that. So, you know, I end up stumbling, but usually that's like a, um, that, that's always happened for me. But, you know, I'm too, like, I'm I'm used to it at the time. So, you know, I just didn't let that affect me. You know, I continue on running and then, you know, end up breaking the record. And then I was surprised and I looked it up and then I'm like, like 20.62, like 0 0.01 from breaking, you know what I'm saying? And then my coach coming up, like, you did it, you did it. You know, crazy. And then, you know, when I got back from my phone, I see a video of the um, team, you know, at the, um, you know, have a big lunchroom, a big screen TV. They got me up there and then they all cheering, you know, I break the record and all that stuff. And then everybody excited. You know, I was really, I was really happy because, you know, the whole team cheering, the whole team happy, you know, and it was just, it was, just, it was, it was a big moment right there. Um, I ain't gonna lie, I did throw up afterwards, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a really cool experience. Um, it was really fun. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. So, yeah, that's got to be a, a a crazy. I would probably throw up afterwards too. Whether whether it was with just being excited or whether it was because I just ran, you know, faster than most high schoolers any high schoolers ran in the history of the world. I, either one, I'd, I'd probably be be throwing up either way. Uh. So, I mean, I'm sure you were super excited about it. And I'm sure because I've been in a, a similar thing where I've hit a personal best. And the very first thing my coach said, congratulations. All right, this is what you messed up. Uh, and this is yeah. how you can get better. And so <laughs> what was that conversation like with your coach? It's like, congrats, you broke the record. You stumbled out the blocks is what we got to improve on. I mean, what, what was that like, you know, right after your race there? Um, Basically, it's just like, like my coach, you know, he looked back. He was like, at first he didn't notice. He like, did you stop at the box? I'm like, yeah, code. I was stumbling. I was like, why you keep going? You stumbling at the box. Like, you could have like destroyed the record. Like you could have probably run like a 10, 10, 20.5 or 20.4. Like what's going on? I was like, coach, I don't know, man. I don't know why I keep on stumbling. And he's like, you know what? It's okay. You know, there's no like, you know, you did your best. You did good. Um, just know that when you know when we get back, we're gonna be definitely working on that and stuff like that. So you know, he was he was mainly proud at the you know the achievement I did. You know the work that we done to you know achieve that but you know you know there's some tweaks and turns that we have to fix and stuff like that but um just he, he was more proud at the end of the day that you know that happened and you know we achieved like a big goal so because that's what that's what our goal was to actually come there and beat that record so awesome yeah that's uh got to be a you know awesome thing and to be able to do it even though you were getting a little starstruck with Allison Felix I mean I probably would as well <laughs> you know seeing a, a legend in the sport I mean makes mm -hmm. makes complete sense um yeah. and then one one of them take you to what was probably I guess your breakout meet you could say um where mm -hmm. a lot of people started hearing your name at Claremont you ran a, a 1009 win legal then a, a 1003 I believe uh with just a little bit uh, of too much wind and then a 20.2 in the 200 I mean 
So what, what was going, like, were you just, did you know, like, I have this race in my legs or was it kind of, did it catch you off, catch you by surprise when you're running these fast times? Uh, I would say, like, coming into it, I was a little bit more com- confident and comfortable because, you know, before that, I ran at, uh, at IMG against Trayvon Bermel, you know, at yeah. the time. That's a whole different story right there. But coming to Claremont, uh, you know, I was a little bit more, you can say somewhat comfortable, but a little bit more nervous. And, um, you know, Ariel Knight was there. Uh, who else was there? Um, uh, Johan Blake was there. A lot of different people was there, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, you know, you, you know, coming from high school and then going next to pro, you know, you get a little bit nervous, you get a little shock in your own foot. So, um, you know, I coming into it, you know, starting out the 100. Um, and then the first time, I, it was the win league, I went in 10-0-2. Which, you know, I was surprised, like, okay, you know, okay, we, we, we right here with them, you know, saying we, we, we with the pros, so, like, let's see, let's see what else going to happen. So, you know, we're coming to finals, and then I ran a 10 3 but it was, like, 2.1 win, which is close for me and legal and close for me making the uh, the standard for the 100. And we was just, like, upset because, you know, we was just right there, you know, we, um, just, like, like a, like, a few inches away from making it. But then, you know, you know, things happen, you know what I'm saying? But it was a really cool experience of having to run with the pros, knowing that, you know, I'm right there with them or I can be right there with them, you know what I'm saying? Just knowing that um, I'm capable of being with the pros or being near the pros, you know what I'm saying? And um, and then, but, you know, we still had another meeting, um, another uh, race ahead, which is the 200, which, you know, that that had to be the factor in my head. Like, I have to at least qualify for, you know, the 200 for this, because, you know, 200 is my favorite race, and I love it, and it was, it's kind of late at the time, but, you know, that's not going to stop me, and then um, not a lot of people was in that race, but, you know, sometimes you got to run by yourself, sometimes you don't, so, you know, I ended up running it, and I ended up, you know, hitting 2020, and then, you know, proud of happy and stuff, and um, yeah, it was a really cool experience, though. I had um, some teammates behind me, you know what I'm saying? Everybody did really, really well there and stuff like that, but so it was a cool experience, though. It was really, yeah. really dope. So what's it like going from what, like a year or two before you're racing against, you know, reg- regular high school kids that are, you know, pro- they're running okay times. You know, you might have a couple 10 fives. You might have a couple 11 ones. You're going from yeah. that to racing against Trayvon Bramell and Johan Blake just a <laughs> year and a half later. I mean, what's the different, like, what's the difference, I guess, mentally that you have to prepare mm-hmm. when you're competing against, you know, I mean, Joe Schmo, apparently. And then ne- now you're competing against, you know, the best in the world. I mean, what's the mental uh, preparation that you got to have, you know, going up against these big time athletes when you're in it's, it's, a, it's a whole different mentality because like, um, you know, years ago, you know, you can say you can say like you're the best. You know what I'm saying like like nobody can beat you. you know what I'm saying you're running these times that, you know, nobody's seen you know what I'm saying. And then coming to, you know, as a pro coming to like a pro environment you know people are running 10 times faster than you, you know what I'm saying and you know your mentality is whole different because you know that at the time you're not the best you know you have people that's right there in the same environment but same thing with high school you still have that you still have those people that's there but as in for pro everybody is the same as you you know what I'm saying you cannot you cannot like upgrade yourself thinking that you're faster than everybody else which in high school you could do that but then you still have those one person that's you know right there at your level you know what I'm saying and um and just a whole different mentality, a whole different environment. You're saying you're a little bit nervous because you know half these people are your role models. You know, saying you watch them growing up and stuff like that. And um, it's just a lot different. Like the mentality is two different things. 
Um, me running against them, a, multiple, a lot of times, it's like, I don't want to run against the high school no more. You know, so I just want to run against the pro athletes more and stuff like that. So, you know, but yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a way different mentality coming into that. Yeah, it's, you, you can't be, uh, you can't just walk out, roll out of bed, put the spikes on and, and go and race. You, you gotta, you gotta make sure that you, your body's right there and your, your mental's there too. Were, were yeah. you able to talk to like, you know, Trayvon Bromel or Johan Blake after your, or before your race at all? Um, you know, just um, connect. Yeah, I, I talked to a lot of people. I talked to uh, Noah Lyles a little bit, you know, he's saying, uh, I'm looking forward to you being my record, this and that. And um <laughs> I talked to uh, Shawnee Miller, which was really cool. I said, introduce him. I said, hey, this and that. Uh, I didn't get to talk to Johan Blake at the time. But, you know, I, I, I think I get to talk to a lot of people there. Like, Arianne Nyan, you know, really good um, athlete. And, um, you know, different, just different people there, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, yeah, I, I, I talked to a few of them. Awesome. And, hey, well, talking about Arianne Knighton, uh, you and him are, like, this year, it's always like uh, there's like probably seven or eight videos I've seen on YouTube. Jalen Slade, mm-hmm. Aaron Knighton, Jalen Slade, Aaron Knighton. Like, yeah. have you got? Did you were did you guys watch it? Like, did you know that stuff was going on? And then, like, how how are you guys? Like, how how do you trying to tune that out, but also realize, hey, we are two of the you know top younger athletes in, in high school, mm-hmm. and and both I guess juniors at the time as well. Like, did that get? Did you kind of zone most of that out, or was it something that you know a lot of people were talking to you about? Um, a lot of people talking about it because, you know, um, at the time, you know, before, you know, it started, it was just Ariana and me, Ariana and me, because, you know, at the time I was popping, you know, Ariana was popping and then I ended up popping too. So it's like, oh, like what's going on between these two? Because my indoor season, you know, I started putting down ridiculous time and then, you know, Ariana the year before, you know, he signed to Adidas and stuff like that. So they're just comparing me and Ariana Knight. And then, you know, um, Basically, you know, it, it gets in our head sometimes, but not all the time, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, everybody's wondering, like, who's the best, you know what I'm saying? Who's who's good at this? Who's good at that? You know what I'm saying? And then everybody's just like, I really want to see them in the 200. Because everybody's seen us in the one. Um, he beat me in semifinals, I beat him in the finals. So you can kind of say we won in one. But, the you know, the real question is, who's faster than two? So we never had to got the opportunity to do that. But, you know, that's just everybody, you know, question is like, Who's faster, Eric Nine or um, this and that? And you know, Eric Nine is a really, really great athlete. He he went to the trials. He did really good. He got fourth at the um at the Olympics and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, it really doesn't get in my head. It's really interesting though, because you know, people you know love to be entertained and stuff like that, and I love entertaining people. And I hope soon that that's that I'd be able to um you know show you know between me, Eric Nine. But um, you know, it's cool. He's a really good athlete. Me and him don't really talk as much, but um. I can tell that he's really, um, he's really, he's really good. He worked hard too. So, yeah. And uh, that, that kind of takes us into the, the next thing. I mean, so we had three, three, I think at least three athletes, you know, high schoolers turning pro this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Recently, Arian Knighton started off, Hobbs Kessler then, uh, and then you all signing with Adidas. Uh, yeah. Is that, did that have anything to do with it? Like, Hey, you saw these other two high schoolers or was it just like, it just so happened that that's how it worked out, um, you know, with, with all going to Adidas there. Surprisingly, I think Adidas is kind of like, you know, a little genius because, you know, they got two of the best high schools of that year coming into them. So, you know, I think I give credit to Adidas, you know what I'm saying? Because at the time I wasn't even thinking about, you know, uh, Hobbs and Arian. Um, at the time it was just, you know, they approached, you know, they said something and they approached me and they saying, you know, I'm interested in this and that, da, da, da. And um, yeah. But, you know, props to, you know, Adidas, you know, bringing out the two best high schoolers for distance and sprints. 
to you know ideas and stuff like that so and uh so was it a difficult decision for you to decide like hey i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna forgo my senior year and, mm -hmm. and go professional or was this something that you know once you got you know you heard the opportunity you kind of hopped on it right away um i can it was it was a little bit of both you know what i'm saying um at times, you know, I thought about, you know, probably still going to college, you know, able to, you know, enjoy that college life, be coached by a different, you know, college coach and stuff like that. But then again, it's just like, in my mental head, it's like, I'm, I'm like, I'm ready, I'm prepared, you know what I'm saying? After running against these pros, you know, and stuff like that, you know, I'm able to, you know, do the things that I could do. And uh, especially going back for another year to do high school, it was in my head, I was like, nah, I can't do that again. I just can't go back to, you know, going back to high school and stuff like that. So, you know, um, it was somewhat a difficult decision, especially when the NIL rule came out. My mom was already kind of set with Adidas and stuff like that. But then, like, you know, probably if it came out a little bit before, it probably would been, like, a different idea. don't know. But, um, but yeah, it was, like, it's kind of like a mixture of, like, yes, I'm, yes, I'm really, really want to go to Adidas and know, like, you know, I could, you know, still do a little bit of college and stuff like that, so. Yeah, it, it's got to be a, a tough decision to be like, yo, do I turn pro or, or go back to high school? I mean, if it, if it was, yo, going into college, it might be something different. But like, hey, yeah. man, I, I don't know if I want to take algebra two next year and do Spanish. <laughs> so, hey, I, I, I'm right there with you. I, would, I wouldn't be doing a I wouldn't be doing that either. Um, then a little bit before that, you were able to you know, get your first Olympic trials experience. I mean, what, what was it like just, I mean, just off the track stuff? What's it like being in that environment? Because it's a brand new facility, um, mm -hmm. you know, track, track town, USA. You know, what, what's it like being in, in Eugene there at Hayworth? It's really cool, you know. Um, um, sorry, excuse me. Um, it's a really cool environment. You know, Eugene is a really beautiful place. It's quiet. Not a lot of people there. Uh, it's, it's really nothing there, though, surprisingly. Um, when, before, like, when my coach landed, you know, um, we lived up Chick-fil-A, and we said, we seen Chick-fil-A got, like, an hour away from Eugene. <laughs> what is going on? Like, there's no Chick-fil-A here, because me and my coach, the, me and coach Dwight love Chick-fil-A. That's our go-to place. But when we seen that, it was like, dang, so we got to find something else to eat. But, um, you know, Eugene, Eugene's a really quiet place. It's, like, it's really cool. I love the environment there. I love the track. The track was really beautiful, you know, especially seeing that, you know, the audience are real close to you, so you can see everything, and that's really cool to just to see, and um, actually running that track was really, really beautiful and stuff like that, but, you know, uh, but it was really interesting, really cool. Um, me and Dwight went to it, like, what, like, two, three days before it. We checked out the track. The track was really nice. We met a lot of different people, Tara Davis, um, Noah Lyles and them, um, Terrence and stuff. Everybody was there, you know what I'm saying? So it was a really cool environment. Outside of it, it was really cool, you know, it was taken care of. Um, good and stuff you know they got like a um, little little workout area where you can do weights and stuff I've seen a lot of people doing weights and stuff like that um, and yeah it's really cool though it was, it was really really interesting you know awesome and then uh could you kind of break us down your you know, your, your performances I think you did both the one and the, the two as well so you did you did two events um, could you kind of tell us what what that was like I mean everyone saw the the 100 unfortunately I'm, I'm sure you've been asked this question a million times so it's going to be a million and one well, could you kind of tell us, you know, <laughs> what happened there, and and, and are you all right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You know, say surprisingly, I'm good. Um, like I said, uh, you know, we're coming in hot. We was ready. Um, you know, training. You know, warming up and stuff. We was good. You know, what I'm saying nothing, nothing tweaks, no nothing. And you know, I would just like 
you could say if you if you know me, I was like really really focused. I was just ready to you know hit it. And people uh, people say during the race, my adrenaline was like kind of up, but like I said, I was a little more calm, comfortable, and ready just to go out and show what what I had. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, coming in, you know, uh, it was a little bit different because we waited a little bit longer. So you know, I'm already, you know, you end up, you know, before you hit it, you know, you end up trying to, you know, be a little bit more um, energized, a little bit more, you know, warm and stuff like that. But when you coming in, you sit and you wait, and you little bit your um, energy level comes down. So you know. I'm in there trying to, you know, get back to my level and stuff like that. But like I said, we was ready, prepared, you know, then, you know, it starts. My mentally was prepared. I seen everybody. I seen my little, um, my roommate buddy right there. You know, they were sitting right there, you know. And then, you know, when I did my block, I was like, Jalen, I was like, dang, y'all right there. They was like, so close to <laughs> What is this? And then, um, you know, uh, the gunshot. You know, people said that was one of the best block words. And I feel like that was one of my best blocks that I ever had. You know, I took out, you know, but it happened so fast. So it was just like, it was like, you can say I was like gliding on air. You can say I was almost flying like two seconds. And then um, like I felt, I felt it, like I felt it coming. So it's like my knee like hyper extended. And then I tried to like, I tried to like catch myself with my right foot, but instead my right foot just scraped and missed the um, track. And I ended up running this leg, my left leg wrong and then I ended up falling. And then, um, you know, in my head, I was kind of upset because it was like, dang, like this is the this is where I would probably, you know, drop nine. You know, what I'm saying, drop I me, mean, I'm hit, you know, break ten, and um, probably done the best that I ever done. You know, what I'm saying, and um, you know, in my head, I'm like, dang, like this is this is crazy. Like, why now? You know, what I'm saying, why at this moment in time? But then again, in my head, I'm like, please tell me I ain't break my ACL or tore anything. Like, please let me. <laughs> Please let me walk and just this 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 walk normally and let me run. So then I, you know, got up, my glasses, you know, lenses fell out. I tried to find that. And then I find them, picked them up, I walked up, I was fine, you know, nothing tweaks, no torrent, just like, you know, I had some information down on my knee. And then uh, you know, I hit it, my trainer came to me and then he was like, Are you okay? Are you good? I'm like, Yeah, I'm fine. And then when I see my coach, that's when the emotionness came out of me, you know, because you know, like if you if you would have seen like before it, like we trained so hard to, you know, be where we at now. And before that, like we was just training, training. And it was like, and mentally in our head, we knew we was prepared, you know what I'm saying? And in my um, eyes, I feel like I was capable of making Olympic trials for the one and two. And then with the two, you know, throughout that time, we was just working on it, um, trying to, um, you know, get it um, fixed up. I went to a chiropractor, um, Dr. G, he helped me out a lot. I mean, worked on some stuff. Um, then the 200 hit. Like I said, I wasn't 100%, but, you know, I was seeing if I was capable of running. And then when it hit, you know, um, it didn't feel the same, like I said. Um, it was a little different. Coming on that turn, you know, it's not, coming on the turn, it's a lot different than coming on the straightaway. So, you know, um, and then when I hit the uh, going going into the one, I was like, nah, I can't, I can't do it because, you know, I'm scared that I may tweak it up a little bit or something like that. So, you know, I just jogged it off and, you know, the least I tried, you know what I'm saying? But um, it was really, it was really, really cool experience though. You know, it's not what we wanted, but it was, it was really cool though. Hey, it's uh, the, it's going to be definitely a, a great story on the, the future documentaries or whatever that's going to be coming up. Like, hey, started, had some adversity, went through it. And then like, excited to see, you know, what, whatever you're going to do in the, in the future. So it'll be, it'll be a point to, to definitely look back at, um, you know, and, and learn from for sure.
with the, the remainder of your season, do you have any, um, you know, any extra plans for, for meets that are going on the remainder of this year, or are you uh, shutting it down and getting ready for, for indoor next season? Or have you made that decision yet? I wish we were going to U20, but, you know, the United States not taking us. So uh, that was the next goal was going to U20s. And, um, but the United States shut it down for, you know, across the reason of COVID and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, right now I'm just shutting in and getting ready for indoor season. Not, I'm not going to do a lot of indoor seasons, but probably like two or three. But, you know, just um, basically, you know, chilling with family, you know, getting back into the motion. And then, um, you know, coming back, coming back next year and, you know, see a whole different day and stuff. Awesome. And then last, uh, last question I got for you. What is mm-hmm. going to, what are you going to miss the most about IMG or competing as a high school athlete? Um, well, I would say, I would say just the people behind it, like the uh, support system. Cause you know, as you, when you are a pro athlete, you know, it's basically you just by yourself in a way. Um, I'm still going to be at IMG, you know what I'm saying? I'm still going to be training there. I'm still a student, you know, I still got those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Um, but, uh, it's basically just the um, it's the people behind you. Cause you know, um, I love the teamwork. I love you know the love from from each other. The people who you know enjoy the sport as you do. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know I love my teammates. You know what I'm saying? They they supported me. I supported them. Um, you know I helped them. I helped them out with a lot. They helped me out with a lot. I coached them and stuff like that. So that's one thing I really miss. Um, just a support system because you know now you like now you kind of like a little bit focus on yourself and focus on what you need to work on and stuff like that instead of focus on them because you know I'm a professional athlete and they still in high school so it's like it's like it's like a little tweaks but you know I'm still gonna be there you know training there you know training with them some days you know what I'm saying helping each other out but that's just the one thing I'm mainly gonna miss is just like the you know the family the coaches and the teammates behind it so Hey, you won't be able to have any more of those viral videos of going from last to first in the four by one or four by two or whatever. So they're gonna, yeah, have, to find, gonna have to find a new anchor leg, but uh, <laughs> it should should be good. Uh, Jalen, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Uh, it was awesome hearing about um, about you and you know your journey so far in the sport and, and what we got going forward for you. Uh, where where could people go if they wanted to learn more about you or, or follow you uh, follow you some more? Uh, they can follow me um, on IG or Twitter. Uh, I think my Twitter is Jalen Slade 3 and my IG is J, the official J Slade. So you can follow me on there. You know, I post a little something on my um, Instagram and stuff like that. So yeah, they can definitely follow me on there. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jalen, for doing this. And thank you for everyone who's been listening. This has been another episode of Track World News. Uh, if you enjoyed this, make sure that you leave a like, follow, subscribe, leave a review. It really helps us know that you're enjoying everything going on. Uh, if you want more content, go and follow us on Instagram at Track World News. Uh, we post a lot of stuff up there, clips, highlights, news, all that stuff. Uh, have a good one. Talk to you soon. Peace. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.